Hey everybody, well this is a first, our first roundtable discussion here in podcast form. We are in the studio of Rick Byrne Photography. And sitting to my left is the aforementioned Rick Byrne. How are you, my friend? Hello, hello. It is nice to be here with you. And having just finished his headshot at Rick Byrne's studio is Mike DeSaro. How are you? Hello, everyone. Great. Now, how much did you guys know each other at all, if at all, before you shot the cover with Mike and his wife Chantal last year? Had you met or no? Had we met prior to our to the cover shoot? shoot no, yeah. no, we had not met. Oh, before. there you go. So I feel as though I kind of started a little bit of a friendship here. But once you take some photos with Rick, you get to know each other really well, <laughs> real fast. Yeah. How did the headshot <laughs> session go, by the way? <laughs> really good. Um, I think it takes a lot of talent from Rick to actually get a good shot, but I think it did good. It's amazing some of his techniques. Like right? you learn terms that you never knew, like turtling. My chin. He doesn't like the chin. So I Did he pull out the chicken on you? I'm feeling he, ganged up on The chicken by accidentally called the duck, but it's a chicken. It's not a duck. He doesn't like to be called a duck. So to put things in perspective, I don't know if you know this, but over the course of 2023, what was the number of headshots you did? Was it over 4,000? Was it 4,200, something I'm like gonna that? I'm going to go with your number because it's so much bigger than it was. Oh, it was? It yeah, wasn't 4,000? No, was a couple thousand, but uh, wow, I'll take 4,000. That's insane when you think about it. Obviously, Rick makes his bones on such incredible headshots. We're blessed to have him <laughs> as the photographer on our cover. And this is the first time, Rick, we've had the opportunity to chat with you about your involvement with Westwood Living. So I just want to get a general sense of the feedback you've gotten from the community when people see your covers and talk to you about being the cover and feature photographer um you know i'm just realizing that we sat on this exact couch and it was what a year and a half ago when you when we first met yeah, yeah two years yeah it's two, two, it's years two years ago February of 22 that we were talking about. and at the time i'll just be honest i didn't know where it was going i didn't know what it was i didn't know anything about it and Tom, if anyone who's listening has ever met Tom, he he can promote. He has this big picture. He has, and he's like, very persistent. He's very persistent. It was all about what he was going to build. And all it was like, oh, my God, it's going to be great. This is going to be so great. Oh, my God, we're going to build it. And I'm like, who is this guy and what is going on? And here we are two years later, and every single thing that Tom said that he was going to do, he's done plus even more that I don't even know if he knew he was going to do. So when people talk to me about Westward Living and they talk about, I, I mean, I, it's always positive. It's always been really great. It's always been a little bit overwhelming. And I'm, if I've spoken to you and you're hearing this now, I'm, I probably said the same thing I'm going to say now. Tom is really the guy who's the driving force behind this thing. I just take the pictures. Not true. Not true. I provide the guidance, but what I love is that he shows up much like he did with you and Chantal and your mom, and he does take command, and I love that, the ability that you can delegate to a person who knows what the hell he's doing, and you know at the end of the day it's going to set your product apart from anything else. I mean, it's, it's impressive. Yeah, at it? first it's intimidating, but then when he gets the magic out of you, it's all worth it. And then when you see the final product, I mean, what was the reaction of you? I mean, obviously you're going to get another. You're going to get touched up here with the headshots you got taken today, which Need you can some use for whatever touching you want. Up. Oh but God, you know, so you much take Photoshop a look at is required here. <laughs> you take a look at the shots that appeared. I think it was. I think it was February of 23. I mean, beyond the quality you probably even expected, right? Oh yeah, I mean. Honestly, it was it was kind of like jaw dropping. To, to it's see a it, shame really. that it didn't win any awards. <laughs> it should have won some awards. You know, Tom, you got to push some stuff along. There, there was no the crossing guard shot, guys. There was no crossing guard shot. It no, but I mean, at, once my cover came out, it was fantastic. But we were actually just joking around a little bit earlier during my shoot. But when I saw the girls across team shoot, I was like, 
somewhat blown away at how cool that looked with all the smoke and that was just a really cool shot we were just talking about it like that stuff blows me away it's fun this is the sandbox that we create for ourselves though and it's a community that we're all a part of you've been a part of for you know almost four decades now and you've seen it grow and change and evolve and you've gone through a lot here you've been in the area if not westwood for much of your life but uh, I want an update on your business, and now here you are, restaurant almost celebrating its one-year anniversary. March second will be that anniversary. You're correct. Congratulations! Yeah. But the Mercado's been up and going for more than a year. Yep. So provide us a little update about how things are going in your world. Things have been fantastic. I mean, just getting through the Christmas season was every the holiday season was insane. It was great. Tons of support from everyone locally for catering in the Mercado to doing events in the restaurant. I mean, it was fantastic. A lot of companies came in they did their company events in the back they did catering i mean the support is just top to bottom been amazing from people coming in and celebrating the restaurant or taking out and doing catering in the market uh, we had a very great season and it sets us up for the next year so it's been awesome and what I he didn't to touch say, on and i'm sure tom would say, i'm just going to interject here when we go to neroli and we have dinner one thing i love about it is that you always know you're going to bump into somebody you know yes it is like a reunion every time you go to dinner there and and that is something that westwood really needs especially now when you know other uh, companies and other opportunities are gone and and to to be able to get together with family and and just see people it's a great place i there's your little promo. I love it there. I love I think the freaking I've, food is incredible. Thank you. I've but, said it a lot, but yeah. it really, for me to build something like that, especially in my hometown, it really is something that Westwood can finally call their own. Yes. Right? That That's like the reason we did it. That's why we built it so grand and so big. It's because we knew that at the end of the day, there's going to be families that want to come together and friends and you want to walk in and see people that you know and it's even becoming hard for me to go there all the time now because I can't sit still because I find myself in the dining room at the bar oh Mike grab a glass of wine I might sit down you know and it's it's tough because I'm trying to you know run this big operation but it's been amazing I love it old family friends a friend of mine from high school just hit me up yesterday she's having her birthday over there with like 20 friends on Friday stuff like that is amazing and I can't wait to come by on Friday and see some of my old friends yeah, it's from high upscale school neighborhood feel and that's what, that's, that's that's what, we what went Westwood for. needs so. so we've got our big party coming up March 4th at Neroli the Westwood Living Grand Party and we're going to be Someone's going to leave that night with $1,000 cash, which is pretty damn cool. What? And you what? This what? So this idea was born this way. We were sitting at the bar having dinner on New Year's Eve, Danielle and I, and you were you had decorated the place with a bunch of balloons up on the ceiling. And I looked at Danielle and I said, how cool would it be if one of those had $1,000 cash in it? <laughs> is that what was, you're going to do? Yeah, you didn't hear this you're yet? You're just going to pop them? Now, I don't know if I'm literally going to do the balloon thing, but the concept was... <laughs> Like, let's give away a thousand bucks. And so I'm like, can we take those balloons in the bathroom and pop them? Right, seriously. So how much does this weigh? Um, But the concept was born that way. And what I really was blown away by was like, listen, I'm in for a thousand bucks, right? I'm going to give out a thousand bucks to one lucky person who comes this night. But then I asked the sponsors, like, what do you want to give away that might be worth a thousand dollars? And 11 different sponsors, including Rick Byrne Photography, are giving out thousand dollar prizes. We're giving out twelve thousand dollars in prizes that night. That's insane. I will be present for yeah, sure. Right? I mean, Seriously. I'm going to be there. Good <laughs> Lord. Very, very cool. But that that I'm looking forward to. And you heard it here, folks. Tom's giving $1,000 to every single person who comes in that no, night. Misinterpreted what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody show up. You get $1,000. You get $1,000. Here's a balloon. I don't know how much you know about how he got to where he is because 
what I've appreciated and learned a lot about Rick is that he has taught me about the concept of being invested in yourself, your own talent, and then the business that's born of that talent. Because he believed that he was going to go down this path. He taught himself how to do it. He's become one of the most preeminent headshot photographers in North America, if not internationally. But he didn't get there in a day or a week. You know, he became one of the best in the business because he learned about it. And he asked people, how do you do this? How do you become the best? And you know then, I'm sitting right here. I can hear you, right? <laughs> You're not going to say it yourself. <laughs> okay. So I'll say it for you. But I've appreciated that. And then when he realized he had the talent and he realized he had the vision, then it became the investment. And you can speak to investment for sure. But to your point, Rick, when you made the choice to become a professional photographer and pursue this dream, how much of building the business, uh, how difficult was it? What were the challenges that you really had to tackle? Well, I mean, I when I first came to photography, I mean, okay, you're going to back up a little bit. I was always a photographer in my head and even as a kid, but when it came time to actually start a business and uh, declare a business, I don't know, 18 years ago, um, I had sales background. I had, you know, uh, a dozen years of being in sales. Um, prior to that, I was a social worker. So if you put it all together, I, I loved working with people. I knew how to sort of run a business. I knew how to, you know, get the sales going and everything. So it wasn't that hard. I mean, I started like I think any other business starts. You start small and you start with the people that you know, especially a photographer. You're like, hey, you have a face. I think I can take a picture of it. <laughs> and do you mind? And I needed a lot of volunteers in the beginning. And then, but I was also 40 when I started and or 41 when I started. And it wasn't my first career. And I needed to get off my feet quick and go and start running. And I took every opportunity I could. And I shot everything. I always said yes to every opportunity. That's key. So, yeah, I had to invest initially, I don't know, it was 20, 30 grand in equipment immediately right out of the gate, um, which is normal for any business. I mean, in a Roly, that's like a countertop. That's a stool. <laughs> That's a stool. But for a photographer, you know, he put in the money. I went to school. You know, I, I chose some classes, went in there and did it. And But I was always the yes guy. I was like, hey, they need a photographer to go to Gillette to take pictures. And I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. The best ability is availability. Availability. Say, yeah. Right? I was like, oh, you know, could you cover for me at this magazine? I'm like, yeah. So, like, I just did everything so that I could get as much experience as I could so that I could figure out if this was really going to be my calling and if this was a good fit. And I think my wife was noticing how happy I was, and this was pre-kids and pre-dogs and pre-everything. And, and that happiness, just that just told me I was in the right place at the right time, I was doing the right thing, and it felt like I had finally landed on the right sort of situation. It's only going to take one more topic for us to wrap this up on a high note because I'm going to let you both run with this because in all truth, I've learned this characteristic from both of you individually, but I'm telling you now collectively. You invest in a high-end product and you sell people on value, right? You're not necessarily selling on price per se. So I want you both to touch on how you learned that and how you uphold that because you've both established a high-end product, so now you're looking for people who can appreciate that. So there's an art in that. So Mike, you go first. I mean, you, you, I'm not afraid to charge a, a top dollar for your stuff, but people understand the experience they're getting. Yeah, I mean, I think we realized pretty quickly that, you know, and Rick always jokes around about saying we subway this, subway that, when he jokes around about the sandwiches because we're a higher end version of that. But 
we understood that there was a small market for understanding the quality and products. You know, a lot of the stuff in the market, you know, is from Italy. Um, they're imported products. We have domestic products as well, but I think we've really focused on giving quality, right? And then you get the opportunity to charge more for that. But I think there's a small niche of people that appreciate it. In the restaurant, um, it's definitely, there's some affordable dishes as well, but there's some, you know, expensive dishes in there. And I think people like to have that variety and that option. And we found that niche that, you know, there's a family that comes in, right? Their kids might want to grab the kids menu and grab a $12 chicken parm, which is a smaller version. They might want a tomahawk steak, which is market price. Um, as Mario would say, $152. Um, but, you know, a 32-ounce tomahawk. There's different variations in quality, but finding that people are looking for different things is definitely something that we can value there in Raleigh for sure. And similarly for you, Rick, I think there is something to be said about a potential client understanding what they're getting. And you on your end saying like, I may not be for you, but you should appreciate the value that I bring to you and what I should command in terms of price that way. Well, I mean, I think, especially like when you think about Mike's business, he's offering something that is a higher quality. And if somebody doesn't know the difference or he can educate them, or he could just look for the right client and, oh, the right client will find him. They're like, hey, I want a high-end experience. I want a better restaurant. I want a better dining experience. They, you don't have to cater to everybody to be successful. And for me, I think the same is, is true. I, you know, I worked on myself and I worked on the product so that I could deliver what excited me. And then you just need to put that out there. And there's a lot of photography choices out there. There are a lot of restaurant choices out there. But you've got to strike a chord with with yourself do you eat your own food too much okay and and <laughs> does but does it get you excited to to see what comes out i mean do you actually you're like oh my god this is incredible i think it's actually like i have a small tick like i always check out different dishes like just last week i sat down with chef mario right. and i just said you know what are the things i'm not eating on the menu and i ate those to make sure they were of you know the quality that right. we want so the same thing with me i learned a long time ago i shoot for myself you know i want to make the client happy but if i'm not happy then they're not going to be happy and you know my wife is is famous for saying you know if someone's talking to me about price and it's all about price it's all about this it's like, they're not my client. They're not the right person who's looking for what I can give. And not that I'm just charging just to be expensive. I just, I know the value of what it takes to get the image to where I'm that excited about it, that they're going to be that excited about it. So you, you just need to, I don't know if I'm answering your question. Oh, it's I perfect. Think you are. I think you hit the yeah. nail on that I mean, because it, it's exciting when you do find the right clientele, I right? Usually, yeah, I'm, but I'm, <laughs> they find me. I don't really advertise on it. It's all word of mouth. It's, it's largely, they will find you. I feel like I've been lucky that I've been able to build a career out of just making myself excited about the, I mean, you've seen me shoot. You know how, what I struggle with when I'm shooting, right? Don't shoot a photo of me from behind. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> But when I'm shooting, like we just did, um, we just did a magazine with the chases. Okay, we're just, you know, and and, but you saw the process. You've seen the process a couple of dozen times. Yeah, Twenty-two times. But it's it's, <laughs> I will continue to shoot until I get there, right? 
it's a process of struggling and muddling through and working it. It's just like the headshot that we just did. You, I just, it, there's a process, there's an artistic process, and I push and I push and I push. And I'm not, I'm trying to push myself as much as, as I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure it out. And when something clicks inside, then I know that I got it. And that, that feeling right there, that's why, that's, that's it. That's what I work so hard for. Well, you both have been incredibly inspirational to me. And everything that you just said, I try to apply to what we do every single month in Westwood Living because I want it to be high end. I want it to be inclusive. I want it to be positive, And I want the right people to be a part of the family. And yep. the two of you, I didn't even know two years ago. And the fact that our relationship has gone to where it is today speaks to the power of partnership and surrounding yourself with the right people. So thank you to you, Mike DeSaro. Thank you to you, Rick Byrne. Thank appreciate you. your friendship, your business, Thanks, and your Tom. partnership. Thank you, Tom. All right, and that's the very latest, the first roundtable discussion here on the Westwood Living Podcast Network. We may be starting a new trend. But for right? Rick. Right? For Mike. I'm in. Right? Right? Yeah. Right. Right? I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Oh, for these two guys, I'm the other guy. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.